Hello, and welcome to the Magic of Transformation podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Zeller. I'm excited for this kind of a little bit quicker, but very, very important episode about how to break free from this compulsion to have to explain and justify ourselves to other people and just like own our decisions, really own our decisions with a lot of confidence. I think that you're really going to enjoy this episode. Before we dive in, I just want to share that I do these things called magic doses. And these are emails that go to subscribers, but they are not this is not like an email list, you guys This is not like a newsletter. If you've ever listened to the podcast Hidden Brain, every magic dose is kind of like a little mini episode of Hidden Brain, I reveal to you big things that I have conquered or big aha revelations or insights that I have made each one of these magic doses takes me several hours to create. So again, this is not just a newsletter. So if you sign up for a magic dose, which is free, you immediately get your first dose, which is all about how to find joy when everything is going wrong. Okay. Have you ever been in a situation where like everything goes wrong and it's total chaos and it's like, what the fuck is happening? How can you still find joy in that moment? That is what your first dose is about. And then your second dose is going to be all about how to find deep, deep flow. These magic doses come out every couple of weeks at this point, And I would love for you to be on the list. So make sure you get on the list for that. As you're listening to this episode, if you feel like there's a friend that could benefit, please pass it along to them. And if you rate and review the podcast on Apple, you will be entered in to win a one-on-one magic session with me. It will only take you about 30 seconds and the drawing will be in the next few months. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode. Earlier this week, I was chatting with a client slash friend of mine and we were talking about intuition. And the decisions that we make with our intuition and how sometimes when we share with other people those decisions, we get all sorts of really, really interesting responses from other people. And I thought that it would be really useful for me to do a podcast episode on this because I honestly don't hear people talking about this hardly ever. And, you know, I'm just obsessed with intuition and the use of our intuition. And that's what I want to talk about today. So let me give you a little bit of context. So in this dialogue between he and I, I was telling him that when I decided to move to LA, people would ask me, why are you moving to LA? And I would say to them, I don't know, I just know that I'm supposed to. And I made a joke to him that people love that response. And I was joking because people do not love that response. People hate that response. Like in general, when you share with people, especially the bigger the decision that you're making, if you share with them that you're making like a really big change, a really big decision, and you don't seem to have a lot of, quote, reasoning behind it, like logical reasoning, like, well, I did my pro and con list. And well, I've been thinking about this for years. And 
and you don't spout out like a million reasons, like really logical, tangible, concrete reasons why you're doing something, it can be really triggering for people. The more heady someone is, the more like intellectual someone is, the more people philosophize and think about. And honestly, a lot of times, the more like kind of a top performer someone is, the more they will want an explanation from you as to why you're doing certain things. Now, uh, I want to caveat what I just said about top performer, because there are a lot of amazing top performers in the world that are very, very intuitive. And that's what actually makes them a top performer. So let's separate intellectually driven top performers from intuitive top performers. And I'm not saying when you are a intuitive top performer that you don't use your intellect, like you 100% use your intellect. It's just like at the end of the day, what is guiding your decisions? Is it your mind or is it your heart? That's the distinction. When you start making a lot of decisions from your heart, from your intuition, and then you start sharing them with people, and those people don't always make their decisions from their heart or their intuition, you're going to get a lot of blank stares and you're going to get some pushback. So this client of mine that I was speaking with, he's making a lot of life changes right now. And he was sharing with me that some people that he's really, really close to have been really triggered by these big life changes that he's making. And he's pretty much giving them a similar response. Like, yeah, I'm making this big life change just because I feel like I'm supposed to. And People around him are trying to convince him otherwise. They're saying like, oh, this is going to be a mistake. You should do this instead. Well, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? I don't think that I would do that if I were you. And that's the key. I don't think that I would do that if I were you. So few things I want to cover here. Okay. Number one, what is it like to make a decision from intuition and heart versus from mind? And then number two, how do we own that decision? How do we really own that decision versus falling victim to a compulsion in us to explain and justify ourselves to everyone? Because you actually don't owe anyone an explanation, but we think that we do. So how can you make decisions and move forward in the world without feeling this like, again, this compulsion to explain and justify yourself to everyone. And number three, what do you do when you do get pushback from people? What do you do when you're owning a heart-led intuitive decision and people are fighting you or people are triggered by your decision? How do you respond in that situation? So let's tackle number one. What is it like to make a decision from your heart and intuition versus from your overthinking mind? Most of us grew up learning how to make decisions logically and outsourcing our ability to make our decisions, meaning we were taught that we should not trust ourselves to make our decisions. And we were taught this in a lot of different ways. And if you really, really want to hear more about this, I'm going to link a past episode in the show notes. It's one of the first episodes I ever did on this podcast, and it's one of the most downloaded episodes. And in it, I really dive into like, what's the difference between your intuition versus fear or your overthinking mind? So if you haven't listened to that episode, or even if you have, I highly suggest that you listen to it again, because that episode really goes deep into the distinction between your overthinking mind versus your heart-led intuition. 
But by and large, we have been taught that we can't trust our heart, that we can't trust our intuition, and that we need to outsource our decision-making capabilities. And we outsource them to, quote, experts, to, quote, people that are wiser than us. We need to survey the land. We need to ask everybody what they think. We need to get feedback. We need to research. Okay, sometimes we do need to research. I'm not saying make an uneducated decision. What I'm saying is that your heart and your intuition pick up on all sorts of extra information that your overthinking mind may not be able to see or that your fear is actually blocking you from seeing. So let me just ask you this. Haven't you had in your life at some point kind of a deep knowing or like an inner whisper that you should do something? And not should as in like, you have to do this, like not a fear driven should, but just a, a calling or a pull or just an inkling or a whisper. Everyone has this. Everyone has an intuition. Everyone. The question is, do you listen to that still quiet whisper within you? Or do you listen to your mind? Do you listen to fear? The still quiet whisper within you the intuition, your heart-led decisions is not subject to fear, is not subject to your conditioning or things that you've been told in your life that you should do or the person that you've been told that you should be, okay? It is able to actually siphon out all of that. It's able to push back on all that. It's essentially not affected by any of that. There's a purity to it. And that purity is aligned with your true essence. It's aligned with who you are authentically underneath all of the rules that you've put on yourself, all of the shoulds and the rules that life and society and your parents and caretakers and teachers and coaches and mentors and blah, blah, blah have told you that you should be. It's so pure and it is your true north. It's your guiding star. It is here to always guide you in the right direction. And the only goal your intuition has is to help you evolve and to break free from things that are limiting you in your life so that you can achieve more and more and more happiness. So that is the primary goal of your intuition is to help you achieve more happiness and to help you expand and to help more of your light shine into the world so that you can share with the world your light, your gifts, your essence. So your intuition is always guiding you in that direction. It's like, okay, how can I guide you to find greater happiness, greater prosperity, greater vitality, greater life, greater juice? I mean, that's what your intuition is doing. And I know this because I always follow my intuition and because I train people to follow their intuition. I train people to to connect with their intuition and to follow their intuition. And I see this, you guys, I've seen this time and time and time and time and time again for years because I've been training people for years to do this. And I see how their lives just expand and there's so much more magic. Like you will not find more magic in your life if you are following your mind over your heart-led intuition. So intuition is 
is so, so special because it's like the only thing in you that is pure and free from your unconscious biases, from your blocks, from your beliefs that are limiting you, from your conditioning, from the things that you're afraid of. It's the only thing that's free from that. And so you really want to sink down and anchor into that and follow its wisdom because it can see things that you can't see. And that is the key. It can see things that you can't see. So when I was telling everyone, I don't know why I'm moving to LA. I just know that I'm supposed to. What I was really saying is like, I don't cognitively know. I don't have a list of reasons. I can surmise, I can guess, but I don't really, really know deep down in my bones like why I'm being guided to LA. I just know that my heart is drawing me there and I know that every time I followed my intuition, I've expanded, I've become more alive, I found more peace and happiness and joy and fulfillment. So I'm gonna follow that inkling because it always works out for me. Ultimately, it always works out for me. It's not to say that it's not hard. It's not to say that there's not some crunchiness there or that I have to overcome some obstacles. In fact, a lot of times intuition will lead you directly into obstacles because what happens is when you go through the obstacles, you are more expanded and more wise and more free on the other side. You have more access to the ocean of joy that already exists within you, but you are blocked from accessing. Okay, so intuition has a direct line on what will actually make you more expanded, what will actually give you all the things that you desire, what will make you happier and more fulfilled. And so that's why we follow our intuition. A lot of times we are called to follow our intuition before our thinking mind knows why. That's why it's a leap of faith. That's why people say it's a leap of faith, right? Because we don't know. We won't usually know. And let me just say, the more you follow your intuition, the less you will know why you're doing certain things, but you will always see in hindsight, you will always learn more and more in hindsight, like, oh, that's why I was feeling intuitively driven to make that decision. And wow, thank God that I did. When we make decisions from our heart, from our intuition, we won't usually know why, but we will know that our heart knows more than we can see in this moment. So it's okay to not know why we're taking certain actions, which brings me to number two. How can we own our intuitive decisions without falling victim to this compulsion that we all feel, that most of us feel, to explain and justify ourselves to people? So it's like when I tell someone, okay, I'm moving to LA and I don't know why, that can likely trigger something in someone. And they can say like, well, what do you mean? Like, and they can look at me like I'm crazy. They can look at me like I'm an idiot. I mean, uh, if I if I had a nickel for every time I had someone look at me like I was crazy for making an intuitive decision, I would be wealthy right now because for a long time, and I'm talking like years, I would tell people, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make this decision. I'm going to move to this place. I mean, I generally move every like three to seven years to a new state. I have made huge, wild decisions. I've left two marriages. I've left my career. I mean, I've made a lot of like really big intuitive leaps. And a lot of people have looked at me like I'm crazy. Now, I have vastly kind of changed the kinds of people that I share information with and the kinds of people that are in my inner circle 
to much more intuitive people now. So it's not as common for people to look at me like I'm crazy. But this was something that was very common for many years, including family members. I mean, oh my gosh, like I've had a many family members look at me like I was crazy for the decisions that I was making. Now, in that moment, I have a choice. When I tell them a decision that I'm making and I tell them, I don't know why, I'm just doing this because I feel like I'm supposed to, and they look at me like I'm crazy and they start projecting onto me all of their reasons why maybe I shouldn't or whatever, I have a choice of how to respond. I used to feel like I needed to justify to them my decision. There used to be like a sense in me, this compulsion to explain. Now, this is for two reasons, generally speaking. There's two reasons why we would feel a compulsion to have to justify or explain ourselves. The first reason is that we aren't certain of our own decision. Like deep, deep down within us, we're still doubting our decision. Now, us doubting our decision can be for two reasons. The first reason is Maybe we're not fully leaning on our intuition. Maybe we are actually kind of leaning more on our overthinking mind and we're going against our authentic self. So like when we make a decision from our intuition, what that's doing is we're making a decision in alignment with who we authentically are, which means we are staying in integrity. We are being honest about who we are and what our heart wants, and we are being authentic and we're staying in integrity. It's way easier to stand our ground when we are in integrity. Like when I'm making a decision from my intuition, even if I don't cognitively understand it yet, at least I know that I'm being authentic as fuck. Like at least I know that I am being true to myself. And that's the number one important thing. So if somebody challenges that, it's not going to matter as much to me because I'm like, well, whatever, I'm owning my decision. I'm standing in my truth. It's much harder to not be triggered when we're not standing in our truth, when we're denying a part of ourselves. So a lot of times I actually see people getting triggered when they think they're maybe making a decision from their intuition, but they're really making a decision from their overthinking mind or from fear. So you guys, If there's fear around your decision, like if you are making a decision because you're afraid of taking a leap or because you have all of these logical reasons why you shouldn't take a leap or something like that, it's more likely from your overthinking mind. And again, listen to the podcast that I'm going to put in the show notes because it would take me an hour to explain the distinction between overthinking mind and fear versus intuition. And I don't have time to do it in this episode. So listen to that episode. But a lot of times the reason that we are triggered when we're telling people our decisions and they're challenging us is because we ourselves are not actually making a decision from our authentic self. And so we are actually out of integrity. Now, the other reason that we may be triggered and we feel this compulsion to explain and justify ourselves is because we don't yet trust our intuition. So maybe I am making a decision in integrity from my heart, but I haven't built up trust in my own intuition. And so I'm afraid, like I'm doubting my own intuition. And then when someone else doubts my intuition, it triggers me because I'm doubting my intuition. So what do you do with that? What you do with that 
is you slowly build up trust in your intuition. And you do this by trusting your intuition with really, really, really tiny things over and over and over and over again. Anytime before you make a decision, you ask your heart, like, what does my heart want to do? You get quiet, you listen to the whispers of your heart, and then you follow through. And then you will see time and time again that your intuition is never wrong. Like it's always leading you towards more happiness and more expansion. And that will build your trust muscle up. I have an enormous fucking trust muscle with my intuition because I've been following my intuition for thousands and thousands and thousands of decisions for many, many, many years. So now when somebody asks me like, or somebody challenges my intuitive decisions, it's like, it like doesn't, I mean, I could give a shit. Literally, literally, truly, it's like it bounces right off of me. I don't, I do not care. I could care less if somebody disagrees with my intuitive decisions. And that's because I have enormous unyielding trust in my own intuition. So reason number one, which I've just covered of why we feel this compulsion to have to explain and justify ourselves is we aren't certain of our own decision. And that's because we are either out of integrity, we're not actually making a decision from our intuition, or we are making a decision from our intuition, but we don't yet trust our intuition. Reason number two of why we have this compulsion in us to have to explain and justify ourselves is we have codependent tendencies. In order to feel safe, in order to feel valid, we feel like people around us, especially maybe those closest to us, they have to agree with us, ultimately. Like they have to see our point of view and they have to agree with us and they have to support us in our decision making. Okay, why? Why does that person have to agree with you? Why does that person have to support you? You can make those decisions without support, without agreement. You know why? Because you're supporting yourself. And if you don't know how to support yourself, that's the work you need to do. Now, if you have this like deep compulsion to kind of explain and justify yourself, which by the way, I mean, this used to be a huge thing for me. I grew up in a super codependent enmeshed household and relationships, and I had zero privacy in my life. And I had to share and explain everything that I was doing ad nauseum. So when I started learning how to break free from my codependent tendencies, it was really, really hard at first because every time that I chose to not explain myself, I felt like I was being unloving because my model of love that I was shown in childhood was that love is not having any boundaries whatsoever. Love is explaining yourself. Love is over explaining yourself. Love is listening to other people over myself, over my own intuition. Love is heeding the advice of my caretakers over my own heart's wisdom. That's what I was shown that love is. Okay, that's not love. That's codependency. So in order to break free from codependency, again, just like when you're building up your trust muscle with intuition, you want to go really small. What you can do is you can start just telling people decisions that you're making. And when they challenge it, challenging yourself to not explain. Let them challenge it. Let them push back and just don't respond. Like, just don't respond. You don't have to respond to them. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to explain yourself. It's not unloving. It's you just owning your decision, which brings us to number three. What do you do when you get pushback. So what do you do when you're following your intuition and you get pushback or you get people being triggered or you get people that are yeah, just like challenging you in any way? So let's start out with 
what happens when you share with someone an intuitive decision that you're making? Like maybe you're making a decision to have another child or to not have another child, or maybe you're making a decision to move or to make a career change or something like that. What do you do when you tell someone that and they get triggered? Okay, so number one, how do you know they get triggered? You know they're triggered when they have emotions, like when they have an emotional response. The way that people really should respond to your decisions in your life is from a neutral or loving position. Like that's a truly supportive friend or family member is when they can respond from a neutral or a loving position. Because what that means is that they are not taking your decision and somehow internalizing it and comparing it to their own life and what they would do and then projecting what they think they would do onto you. They're actually saying, I have boundaries. I know that you're a different person than me. I know that you have autonomy and you have the right to make your own decisions. And I respect that. And I want to support that. So I'm going to let you make your decisions. That doesn't mean that they maybe sometimes don't ask questions, but there's not like an emotional charge behind their questions, behind their line of questioning. If you're feeling any emotional charge on a person after you share with them your decision making, just clock it right then be like, oh, they're triggered. And that gives you loads of information. So let's talk about the information it does give you. Number one, anything they say from that moment forward is them just responding from an emotionally triggered place. It is not them responding from their heart or from love. It is them responding from their own triggered response, which means I mean, I would advise you not to really listen to it. I mean, you can listen to it, but you don't need to heed anything that they're saying because at that point like they're just spewing onto you their history of emotional pain. That's what a trigger is. Whenever we get triggered, it's triggering something from our emotional history. It's triggering a past event. So if you say something to me and I'm triggered and I start responding to you from a triggered place, what I'm really responding out of is like, oh my God, I was triggered in my past. And right now that emotional response is being triggered in me. And so I'm going to respond to you as though I were in the past being triggered in that moment. So they're not even talking to you anymore about your current decision. They're actually just responding to you from an emotional event in their past. And that's actually not helpful to you at all. Why? Because their energy, their thoughts, everything that's happening within them is all internalized. Their attention is now inside of them and it's not at all out onto you. You want to be able to have conversations and mature dialogue and get feedback from people who are able to keep a calm, cool center, who are able to stay in love and who are able to hold their attention fully out onto you. And you can feel it like you can feel when someone is fully just listening to you and holding space for you and they're into what you're saying versus somebody is like thinking about their own life as you're talking, right? Like when someone is just like thinking about their own life as you're talking and then their only response is about them, they're not even like listening to you. They're not holding space for you. They're not thinking about you. They're not staying in a position of love and neutrality. Their energy, their attention is inside of them. And that is just not the energy that you want to be receiving feedback or advice from. So if you tell somebody a decision that you're making and all of a sudden like you can tell that they're thinking and like they're responding from an emotional place, well, they're triggered. And so in that case, the way that I respond to that is I do one of two things. If I'm able to stay in like a calm, neutral place, which at this point, 
I I almost always am, I will sometimes kind of let them like spout out their concerns or whatever. And then I'll just be like, yeah, thanks for your concern. But I feel really confident in my decision. Boom. I shut it down. You guys, our energy says everything. The fact that I'm so fucking confident in my intuition and my decisions and that I'm actually not interested in their feedback or advice comes across in my energy. Usually, actually, I don't even have to say anything because they can fucking feel it. Like, I will tell them my decision. They can feel that I'm not interested in their projection, their emotional energy, their, you know, spinning out, and they will just immediately stop talking. But if they don't, because they're so wrapped up in themselves, then I will just say something very simple like, okay, cool. Yeah, thanks for your advice but I'm not actually interested in talking about it. I've already made my decision. Boom. It's done. Like it's done. And I've also said, you know, in more intimate discussions with people like, hey, hard stop. I'm not interested in discussing this. I'm actually not looking for feedback. I'm not looking for advice. I'm not looking for guidance. This was my decision and it's done. And the other thing is when you're telling someone your intuitive decision, you can be like, my decision is made up. And so I'm not really looking for advice, just an FYI, but this was my decision. And then you can share that and that shuts it down right away. And sometimes it actually even will stop people from being triggered because the other reason that people get triggered is because they, for some reason, think they have some sort of control over you in that moment and they have to rescue you. Like they have to rush in, they have to rescue you. And if they don't, then they're going to feel a sense of internal guilt that they didn't control you in your decision. So if you shut that down as you're just sharing with them what your decision is, then they will have less of a tendency to kind of spin out into this like, I have to control them. I have to save them from this terrible decision that they're making. Now, if you share an intuitive decision with somebody and they're challenging you or they're pushing back or, you know, better yet, they're like telling you, well, I'm more experienced than you. I have more life experience. This is likely to come from like a parent or somebody older than you because they think just because they're older than you that they have more wisdom, which is very frequently actually not the case because you have to, I mean, there's a way of gathering up wisdom. And just because you've experienced things in life does not actually mean that you gleaned wisdom from your experiences. But I digress. If you are getting challenged or getting pushback from somebody and they're projecting onto you like what they would do based on their past experiences. I just want to cue you into the fact that like all they're coming from, like their only line of wisdom here is that they have past experience and you are welcome to listen to that past experience. But then I want you to ask yourself like, does that even apply to me? Is this person even knowledgeable enough to be advising me? Like, who is this person? Do they have enough wisdom to really be guiding me? Because a lot of times we will ask our friends, our family members for advice with things that they've never even considered or done. And it's like, why are we heeding their advice? All they're telling us is just what they would do if they were in our situation when they are not in our situation and maybe have never been. So why are we going to them for advice? You guys, I don't ask for advice from anyone. Literally. I never ask for advice anymore. I don't remember the last time I asked one single person for advice. Now, I will go to people and I will learn certain skill sets and I will learn tools and things like that. But when I'm trying to make a decision, I never ask anyone for advice. Why? Because they don't have access to my inner voice of wisdom. They don't have access to my true essence. They don't have access to that pure line within me that is going to tell me what it is that I need to do to ultimately reach more happiness and expand. So why would I ask them when I have my intuition? Like, why would I ask anyone anything ever? And that's why I don't. I never do. And when people just say like, 
Like I had somebody the other day that was like telling me that they're getting ready to do something in life. And they said, well, if you ever need advice, if you ever make this decision, you know, you can come to me. And in my mind, I was just thinking like, (laughs) no, no, thank you. Because I don't ask people for advice. I just, I never do. Right. And um, I don't say this in like a, oh, I'm so cool. Like, I'm amazing because I don't ask people for advice. I'm just saying like, it doesn't, I'm laughing because it makes no sense. Like, why would I do that when I have my intuition? Why would I do that? Who are these people? Like, how would they know more than me? How would they know better than me what's best for me in my life? So biggest piece of advice when you get pushback is just remain calm, loving, and neutral and just say like, no, thank you. I've actually already made my decision. And if you if you really want to do it in a super loving way, you can be like, thank you so much for caring. Thank you so much for, you know, trying to help me. But I've actually already made my decision. I'm really confident in it. And that's it. Like it's done. You know, you have to have energetic coherence. Energetic coherence is when your energy is aligned with your words. And so if you have the energy of like, hey, I'm not actually interested in your advice. And that matches your words when you say, oh, thank you so much, but I have already made my decision, then that will shut it down right away. But if there's a part of you that is actually really engaged in that compulsion to overexplain, and you are really doubting yourself, or you're out of integrity, and then you say out loud to them, oh, I'm not actually interested, they're going to hear and feel your energy over your words. And that's because you are not an energetic coherence. So energetic coherence, again, is when our words match our energy. So if you are not an energetic coherence, if like someone is giving you pushback, and it's actually triggering you, my advice to you would be to excuse yourself from that situation. You can say thank you for this, I'm going to think about it. And I'd like to just stop talking about this for now so that I can think more about my decision. And that's the boundary that you need to put down. So if you are not to the place yet where you really can own your intuitive decisions, or you're unsure of yourself, or you're still in some codependent tendencies, then you can just excuse yourself from the conversation. Just say like, hey, I'm not comfortable continuing this conversation. So I'm going to put some recommended episodes in the show notes if you want to dive deeper into this. I love talking about intuition. I mean, because it is like the most important tool that you have in this lifetime. And it is the one thing that will accelerate your manifestations, your growth, your happiness, your fulfillment, your wealth, literally everything that you want in life, your intuition has got you. So it's like so, so super critical and vital that you know how to read your intuition. And if you have questions about this, you know, feel free to reach out to me like on Instagram. A couple years ago, I was actually thinking of doing a connect with your intuition event and it got pushed off due to some personal reasons. But, you know, if you're interested in that, let me know. Actually, maybe I'll put a wait list for that in the show notes. If you're interested in like just a quick like one evening connect with my intuition event to learn kind of the basics of how to connect with your intuition, get on the wait list in the show notes. And if I get enough people that are interested in that, this will be like a low cost ticket item. If you're interested in that, then I will actually run this. So yeah, sign up for that in the show notes and check out the remainder of the episodes that I have listed for you. You guys, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, hit follow, hit subscribe so that you will not miss it when future episodes drop. And if you have a friend of yours that feels like they have to over explain everything to everybody, and they're always like, 
you know, just feeling that that burden of having to just explain themselves and justify themselves and shoot this episode on over to them. And also, if you haven't yet, please leave a five star review. It takes literally like if you're on Spotify, it takes two seconds. If you're on Apple, if you could please leave a written review, that will only take you 30 seconds. And it really helps me scale the podcast so that I can keep doing the podcast, right? Plus, you get entered to win a one-on-one magic session with me. And last but not least, if you are not signed up for a magic dose, be sure to get on that list because they are going to come out more frequently. Thank you so much for joining me. Until next time.